Hey there, Sean. Hey, Pierce. How's it going? It's pretty okay. All right. Well, that means it's time for another episode of the It's Pretty Okay podcast. Let's do it. All right. Let's go. You out park. I was at the Al Cafe when the sirens rang. And now we're never going to be, but I feel you anyway. All right. So a thing, Pierce, that you and I have talked about before is um, – we've kicked around a, a sort of alternative idea of how we would like our hypothetical future weddings to go. Very hypothetical. Keyword <laughs> hypothetical. Um, and, and this morning I was watching uh, Mind of a Chef on Netflix. And in season two, uh, this guy, Sean Brock, who's like a, uh, Charleston chef um, has an episode where he helps put together like a low country barbecue and they like do a pig roast and uh, uh, what South Carolina folks call frogmore stew but I just recognize as like a shrimp boil mm-hmm. um, and it rains but everyone just has a, a grand old time and like as I was watching that I recognized oh this is like this is what I want it to be um, add a band, um, or just just some good relaxing music, and like that's that's what I want. Yeah. Um, and then I was also I, I went back and read D- Deadspin, a, a website we enjoy. Uh, <laughs> frequently does Friday afternoon, uh, some Q and A sessions. Um, and while I was in the middle of thinking, oh, that would be an awesome way to have a wedding and wedding reception, uh, somebody asked a question about strippers at bachelor parties. Oh. And and, and it's clearly someone who is getting married um, and does not want strippers at their bachelor party. Uh, this person says, I just want to get blasted by the pool while my friends and I hurl insults at each other. I have no interest in cliche bachelor party extracurriculars, but my friends are the absolute worst. This this kind of sounds like whenever there's in its pretty okay road trip slash slash uh, uh, trip at all. <laughs> sounds good. What your what your friends being the absolute worst or getting blasted by the pool and hurling insults at each other? Uh, the the latter, but also <laughs> the former. Fair <laughs> point. <laughs> fair fair point. Wait. The, I, I believe the phrase "we're not good people" was said many times uh, when we were when we were on the road. These hands are um, always ready. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> um, uh, but so so uh, Albert Bernico fielded the question and and said, you know, be serious and tell your friends that if they have whatever deal breaking thing you've made clear that you don't want, like if they have it there. You're not going, uh, and you be be willing to follow through on that because you have to make it clear, you know, th- that you're basically you're going to force your friends to admit that they're not throwing a party for you, and they're actually just throwing a party for themselves at a certain point if they insist on strippers or cocaine or whatever whatever it is. Um, and so I took a screenshot of that and sent it to you guys. 
and <laughs> resurrected what was a thing we talked about probably within the first, I don't know, three months of doing this podcast as a potential topic, which was uh, <laughs> starting a, a service uh, where where we will plan your bachelor parties for you. Yes. Um, and actually, I feel like, Max, you might have been the most excited about it because you did. So I think I think there should be some background. If there is one person amongst the three of us who is most thinking about what are ways to do secondary streams of income and to make your money make money for you, it would be Max. And you you did actually do some research into this, correct? Um, I mean, cursory, but more than Sean and I did. Uh, yeah, I looked into, like, what already existed, you know. If I was, let's say I was planning a bachelor party, which is, I think it's usually the best man that, that does it, or a group of the... The friends. It's not the actual bachelor. I mean, my yeah, I'm, so I'm, let's say I'm going to plan yeah. Pierce's bachelor party, um, and I just looked and said, you know, what are the services? And there were a variety on the internet, but they they pretty much all had the same themes, which was like, you know, trip to Vegas, strippers, classic yeah. cliche bachelor party. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I also think that there's a there's a mentality there that I, I think notoriously. Guys can be are thought of as maybe not the best at, at planning things, or maybe not specifically that. Maybe that's a little cruel. Specifically in this situation, it's kind of the thing where it's like, oh, you're my best man. You plan it, and guys are kind of thrown into a situation where they're not really prepared to well to I, plan that. Yeah, and I think that this is like. <laughs> The doing the cliche, doing the thing that's known and easy, people do that with everything all the time. This isn't new. It's like, I think I know this person, but I don't know, but this is kind of what's expected, so so let me do that. But, I mean, I think about, you know, I have plenty of friends who have gone to bachelorette parties and stuff. A lot of them sound, like, really fun. They go to, they'll go to Charleston and New Orleans, and they go to nice restaurants, and, you know, they go out and you know, go to bars and everything else. But it's like, it's a really nice weekend. Like, it's a weekend mm-hmm. I would like to enjoy. And it's it's well thought Me of. Too. And, and ca- you know, catered. And there's stuff to do. And doing those, like, what do they call them? Where you, like, cycle around and you drink beer and oh, you keep yes. on. Yeah, like, stuff like that. Like, that sounds... That sounds like stuff that I would want to do on a on a good yeah, weekend. I mean, sure. not, not that different than, essentially, what we did in, in New Orleans. But for some reason... There is not like there's not planning of that, and I'm sure there is, but it it ends up being essentially like a fantasy football party for guys, um, but with with more <laughs> nakedness, I guess, I guess, and more alcohol, or, or over like yeah. two or three days, and that just seems you know unoriginal and creative. So I I think that there's there's well, a market for it. I, I I think so too. I mean, a lot of our our vision of bachelor parties is driven from what we see in. TV and movies, and a bachelor yep. party <laughs> is a bunch of guys doing cocaine off a stripper's ass, right? Case in point, the Hangover movies. Yeah, I've only you, seen one of them. They're all the same. <laughs> you, you mean you've seen all of them? <laughs> you've you've already gone exactly where I wanted to go with this, which is perfect. Yes. Um, it, it's not just bachelor parties. Uh, you know, there seems to be this phenomenon where if we want to understand sort of the common societal perception of like how life is supposed to work Mm -hmm. more than anything else, 
we get that from movies. Yeah. But it's particularly prevalent, and I would argue particularly toxic with bachelor parties. Name any movie depiction of a, a bachelor party, and I can tell you uh, most likely how it's going to go. Yeah. I mean, I think... You've that... already described it. There's cocaine done off a stripper's ass. There are, there are strippers... I mean, even if there's no cocaine, there's, just, there's strippers everywhere. Um, you, know, you know what the common thread is in all these things? The groom looks like he's having a fucking terrible time. Yeah, and 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 the thing is, is if you see people having a good time in those circumstances, it it also it's feels only a matter terrible. of time before it takes a turn. Yeah, and and when you see people enjoying like the groom having a terrible mood, that's also too. It's like these are supposed to be your friends, and you're supposed to be. I I would think you're supposed to be celebrating like a new chapter in their life, and here you are yep. continuing to be a dick. Right. I'm I'm really glad you said that. Actually, go ahead, Max. Yeah. Well, just to be fair, and to play devil's advocate for a second, some people might genuinely want and enjoy that experience. There are plenty no of doubt. services that offer that experience, though. So I'm, I will say I'm that. Glad, uh, there I'm are some glad people that, that genuinely want that. They want to go to Vegas for a weekend with their friends and do that, and, you know, what happens there stays there. But there's I'm glad you mentioned exponential that, but there's... numbers of services that already offer that, and they right. probably do it very well. So... But then it comes back to this movies inform society and life. And, and how much of that is that Mike really likes strippers? And how much of that is that Mike has been conditioned to think that that's what he's supposed to want out of his bachelor party? Or that's what it's supposed to be like? And Pierce, I'm glad you mentioned the new chapter thing as well. Because... Uh, Certainly in popular culture, uh, the way a, a group of men uh, celebrates the dawning of this new chapter is by clinging stubbornly to the old chapter. Which is um, which is not it, – it's also – that's not a way people live. Like my... I mean, to the, to the point where you – I'm pretty sure there are several examples where – you know, maybe not the best man, but other other people at the bachelor party are trying to convince the guy not to get married. Like, ugh, that's well, that seems I, positive. I even think that the next chapter narrative is is terrible because it's like all of a sudden, like, let me put on my tie and and you know go off to work with this this meal I've made cleaver style or that's been made for me it's like right. no no that that is that is not that is not where we we live in i mean we had a really great discussion before we started the pod about other stuff about how it, even from 15 20 years ago like things are very different now and i feel like that's yeah just because that's that's what we've been conditioned to expect doesn't mean it's right and uh, again like i think in our hypothetical service that we provide if you want to do that that's fine but there, I think I want to say like one of my relatives. I think, if you want to, I think if you want to do that, maybe we're not the right service for you. We're yeah. probably not. <laughs> well, I know one of my relatives like went to play paintball for like their thing. It's just like mm-hmm. it, you know the idea of let me just hang out with my bros because right. so that so that they feel like hey you're still in my life and I want to celebrate like you're in my life and I think that's that's the sense I get from all the bachelorette parties too. It's just. I love all of you. I also love this other person, and we're mm-hmm. gonna go 
live together or whatever. That's, that's fair. So my understanding, though, just again, to play a little bit of the, the, the devil's advocate and saying, you know, I want you in my life. Part of that, I feel like, is going towards the playing paintball, for instance, is going towards the new narrative, which is somehow saying, oh, when I'm married, we won't be able to play paintball. Isn't kind of the idea that drives a lot of bachelor parties, again, especially in pop culture, but that's where I'm getting my knowledge, is let's do something that I won't be able to do once I'm hitched. Yeah. I, it's it's weird because I'm thinking about that, and you mentioned at the beginning, Sean, uh, like the the Charleston thing where they're having the, the shrimp broil or uh, shrimp boil outside and everything and that the kind of circumstance sounds like you know maybe at a band like my dream wedding or you know if i was going to have a dream wedding uh and you know because those are things i all enjoy i feel like with your partner be it male or female you probably have similar interests and you probably maybe you both like paintball or maybe you both like craft beer and you go to a bunch of breweries I don't understand why all of a sudden you would stop doing that as as a as a as a married couple. So I feel like you're just you're just doing more of the same. So I, I mean I think that's interesting though the well, idea of unless you go to Vegas and <laughs> but a I, bunch of strippers, but, that's something that you wouldn't probably do. Yeah, I'm saying that's sort but of you've what also drives never, people's ideas of a bachelor party. Is you've also never done that before, so it's not like something you would not exactly. be able to do anymore. You never did it, right? So if the reason to to squeeze one last round in is because this is ostensibly a good thing or that you won't be able to, to get it. anymore. Right. So, I, I mean, we've sort of been conditioned to think that, like, if your bachelor party doesn't wind up like The Hangover, where somebody almost dies, like, it wasn't a good time. That That, to me, more than anything, is, like, the thing that I reject. That would be sort of my my ethos here. Is that like you don't have to, you know, you don't have to push every societal boundary. You don't have to get knocked out by Mike Tyson in order to have had, you know, to have have had a good time with your friends at your bachelor party. So I, I think to in along Max's path, a slight devil's advocate thing. I, I think that we joke a lot about we're, you know, quote-unquote adults. We're, we're people that are of an age where you think we're adults, but we're not really adults. I feel like getting married, going into this, not to make it a, a legal thing, but going into this contract with another person that you will be supportive of them and you will live together and, uh, and, and you've got really a compact, a strong compact, that's a very adult thing to, like, have this, mm-hmm. this codependence and, and this really cool relationship uh that you also put a legal stamp on um before that you, maybe this is the last vestiges of of youth and even if you go for a nice weekend in 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 charleston or uh, you know and you're just hanging out and going to restaurants and you know going to wineries or breweries or whatever it's is it is it also maybe that some is it you're like saying goodbye to your youth and and saying hello to adulthood i don't know that i I don't know that I think it is, but you know, more so than let's do a bunch of stupid shit. It's, it's let's do really youthful things because you are doing a very serious adult thing. That, yeah, that's, that's fair. And I I think that that, that can be applied to both the well, the well uh, planned and seemingly nice quote unquote versus the stripper thing. Both are 
these are youthful things. Maybe we can't mm-hmm. go dancing. Maybe you won't want to go dancing anymore all of a sudden because you're an adult. It's probably still unfair, but it's saying good goodbye to that in some ways. Sure, that that's fine, and 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 I think we've said this. Like, I I wouldn't begrudge anyone who who wants their uh who wants their bachelor party to be that sort of stereotypical thing, Vegas, strippers, etc. You know, Wait, if that's if... what you want, that's that's great. More power to you. I, I, I'm interested in... I am interested in how much of that is, you know, is your real desire and how much of that has sort of been conditioned into you. But at the same time, like, you you know how you want your thing to be and and who am I to judge that? But I also recognize that uh, you know, some people don't want that. I don't want that. You know, if I were to to steal to steal some stand up comedy, um, there's a, a I think it's a Brian Posehn bit where he talks about uh, his bachelor party and uh, basically getting a lap dance from a stripper on a moving bus, um, and his best man has the audacity to ask him after this horrible experience like that was sweet right and he's like no you're not really the best man you're kind of the worst man <laughs> and and like that's sort of how i think about it like if if my hypothetical future best man plans that sort of bachelor party for me i'm i'm going to think how well do you really know me you know we've t- I, we've talked about this a lot before with things like gift giving. Like it's meant not just to be a, a gesture, you know, but if you're doing it really well, it, it's it's sort of more thought out. It's a little more heartfelt, and there there's there's an expression inherent in it that you that you know a person well enough to anticipate how they, you know, something that they would want and get enjoyment out of in their life, be it a Christmas gift or a bachelor party experience. Yeah. No, I think, I think that's true. Max, were you going to say something? Um, I, I was a little curious. I, I don't know the answer, but I was curious, like how much the bachelor is usually involved in the planning process if at all. Um, I mean, that is a, that's a good question. You know, what I think sounds, it depends on the bachelor. You know, what sounds terrible, a surprise bachelor party. Yeah. That's not terrible. You probably have to take a day off of work or something. You gotta yeah. know on one at, end or the other bare maybe. minimum. You gotta know like when it's going to be. Yeah. You know, um, take it on the other end. If if someone was like, "Hey, do you want another hurricane?" Because you need a little extra time after oh, that. Um, oh my! Well, so I think that you know, as far as like how much are you involved? One thing that I consider and is another thing that it's what's expected. Um, all my friends aren't guys. I have friends that are girls too. Um, I, I like I see when I see photos of people's part more I see bachelor parties, but when people have talked about bachelor parties too, it's it seems to be it's not co ed. Um right. I feel like that's another thing that is in our hypothetical business, um 
why not suggest that? Like, you know, what's wrong with that? That kind of also makes you, uh, you know, think again about, oh, we should have strippers. I mean, my understanding <laughs> is that everyone enjoys strip clubs. I've never been to one, but everyone seems to enjoy them. Uh, but, uh, well... It, it's not everyone enjoys them, but I... It's a I've spectacle. I've been to strip clubs with females who yeah. have enjoyed it as much as I did. <laughs> Take that as you will. It's, it's an experience that uh, can be appreciated or not. Different things, right? Yeah. From any from anyone's perspective, <laughs> I'd say. Um, so yeah, so I mean, that's that's another. It's just you know, if if this is a party that is for you, it should be a party that reflects you. I feel like you know, I don't I don't want a surprise birthday party at. Um, I, I don't know. I, I, it, Don it, Don Tito. I, man, well, I got done. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. I'm sorry. I'm, I don't, I'm really sorry for that. It's not. I was trying to think of like a type, <laughs> like an activity that. I, oh, I don't. I don't want. I don't want a a a bachelor party that is sleeping outside. No, that's something I I won't want to do. <laughs> don't want to do that. Okay, um, let's not go camping. Yeah, but you know what? I, I love that. What I thought about though, I'd like Sean, a bachelor party that involves less bears. Less bears. No, I, I like that. Be like, so survive your bachelor party. If you can survive your bachelor party, or you can bachelor... survive being married. Yeah. No, I was just gonna say, like, you have to survive your bachelor party to become married. Put something in it that actually might kill you, not just like, oh, I'm really hungover for over a day. Um, <laughs> no, but I think that the name of this, the 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 our service, Sean, um, given you know, in the spirit of of one of our treasures. Um, we and really, I think the theme of what we've been talking about a lot is we have to call it uh, "shoot your shot bachelor at bachelor party services" because what we're saying <laughs> is like if you want it, if you want to have strippers, that's fine. We'll make that happen for you. Shoot your shot, man. Shoot your shot. Um, because that's not really what shooting your shot is, but yeah, I I understand the ethos. If if that's what you want to do, do it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just I just think that it's. Ultimately, it's very easy to just accept, um, you know, this is something I talk about a lot, uh, to just just do what's been done because it's very difficult to ask why and be like, why don't I do something that I know we'll all enjoy? Why don't I do something that, like, I mean, I feel like these are poignant moments. These are parties celebrating someone's about to have a major milestone in their life that Mm-hmm. hopefully they're happy about and you should be celebrating that in a way that builds camaraderie and whatever you know when a lot of camaraderie is not built when you're wasted well, um i well, don't know that i agree with that it 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 depends i feel like it's not as lasting and and maybe not as well thought out and i think that's kind of what we're talking about here is like people not being like with the gift giving people not being as thoughtful as they maybe could be Mm-hmm. And I think that these could be more thoughtful than sweaty okay. sweatiness and you know uh, debauchery. So uh, everything so in huh? So painful. Everything in moderation, including moderation. I, I guess moderation and moderation is very important. Um. <laughs> yeah. I've, have you? Have either of you ever been invited to a bachelor party? I mean, I don't really know. I have, um, 
I couldn't go, uh, but the I believe the bachelor party in question. Um, I actually don't know about the presence of adult entertainment, but uh, they went to I think they went to Atlantic City and gambled some money and got real drunk and ran around a hotel like jackasses. So um, you you mentioned Atlantic City and I was um, that's such a sad place. I was around a guy last night who's from New Jersey. Oh, and, boy. you know, it's o- open about, like, he goes back there and he has an affection for it, but, like, no one wants to go there unless you have to go there. <laughs> and he he went to the point of, like, and not being very positive about New Jersey, but would not claim Atlantic City is theirs. <laughs> so that's all you need to know about Atlantic City. Wow. Yeah, I was like, that's that's harsh. I mean, Michael Jordan, you know, really ended a career there. Unfortunately, it was his for a while, but like it's it's a big time place. It's very important in the culture. Yeah. Um. But we, I mean, we are, you know, we are getting to that to that point in our lives where, uh, you know, people we know are are going to start getting married in higher numbers, and that that means we might get invited to a bachelor party or two, um, which hopefully will help us do a little more research for this lucrative business. Yeah. I mean, do you think, do you think that if you were asked to help plan it, um, you would have the, I guess the patience and the capacity to be like, I'm not going to just do the easy expected thing. Me today. I don't know. Um, I think that's a little, that's hard to say in the abstract because as we've mentioned like it this is about the bachelor this is about the specific person who is getting married and so you know i i i do think that i i would have the good sense to you know at the very least ask the guy hey like how do you want this to go I'm happy to take on the burden of actually doing the planning, but this is for you. And and so if you give me a sense of like what the vibe you want is, like I will make that happen. Like I think yeah, I think I could handle that. I don't know if if you it might not be I mean it's not even on my radar. I don't know about you Max. Like I don't I don't know anyone that is even close to getting married or would like even ask me to come to their bachelor party. Cause I think that those are both components. I mean, do you, would you, would you, if they're like, I want strippers and you know them well enough, would you be like, are you sure? Cause you like all this other shit a lot more than you like strippers. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if I would tell them what they want, <laughs> but I'd be glad to, to help plan something or plan it fully. That'd be exciting. Yeah, I guess yeah. so. I mean, I realize in this, we might have it completely wrong. We might still be conditioned by the movies. And I hope that if anyone is listening and, and is, uh had experience with bachelor parties or better yet, planning them, um, I hope they can be like, no, you're you're idiots. Like, we, we had a relaxing weekend at, at you know, somewhere in uh, Minneapolis. So, so I'm not suggesting that people don't do that. I think people do have relaxing bachelor parties i know of a few recently one oh, they yeah, kind of went around well. to a bunch of breweries and 
um, and another one where they did a, a kind of a weekend somewhere. I'm not suggesting that those don't happen. I think they're very common. My suggestion would be, I think those could be planned better and be more fulfilling, and I would hate to see them be kind of like a lazy, yeah, we're just going to kind of like wander around town yeah. because the best man maybe just didn't know the area well enough yeah. or didn't and, know what was available. And more importantly, pay us to make it better. That's what we're saying. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they, would, they would pay us money. I mean, we'll have a, we'll have a nice website and uh, just... just Give us some 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 broad brushes and we'll... so so who who pays for a bachelor party? Does everyone except for the bachelor split it, or does the best man put the put the burden on himself? Um, uh, in my experience, from having been invited to this one bachelor party that I could not make it to, mm-hmm. I mean there were there were logistics discussed via email beforehand, right? And the uh, the idea was that everyone except the groom was going to shoulder the burden. Yeah, of, yeah, that's okay, that's what I would that's what I would assume. Yeah, I think that's that's that seems right. It's it's almost like when someone has a a birthday and you go out to dinner and everyone pays but that person. Yeah. yeah, I mean like if you have to go somewhere and get hotel rooms and shit, like that that is kind of a that, that's kind of a shitty burden to put on one one dude. Um, I will say though, I am not a huge fan of the matching shirts thing. I know a lot of. I'm, I'm sorry. What is what is this? Yeah, oh man, you guys have not seen enough photos of people going to to the parties. Uh, I know like people who have gone to bachelorette parties and they get these shirts made and they all have the same shirts except for like the bride. Um, oh, okay. You think bachelorette parties? I'm familiar with that. Oh, okay, yeah, that's what that I'm saying. In a bachelor party. Well, okay. It might it might be it might be fun. Maybe everyone gets tanks. Though my my noted <laughs> my my uh, my full statement on tanks, and I've said this to people, is if you ever if you ever see me in a tank top, cut off my arms so that it's no longer a tank top. <laughs> that is my that is my statement forever on tank tops. All right, duly noted. Um, they're just not for me. <laughs> No, no particular disagreements here. I mean, except perhaps his undershirts. Um, but that's not really what we're talking about. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I think that we are. Are we ready to to get this company off the ground? I think we're ready. Um, inquiries. You can go to uh, what's the what's the email, Sean? Uh, it's pretty okay at gmail dot com. If you would like to. Uh, if you would like to be our first client, or alternatively, if you would like to bankroll us, um, we would we would welcome. You could also come find us on Facebook or Twitter at Pretty Okay Pod. Um, Looking for that sweet, <laughs> sweet VC money. That's right. Um, that's right. <laughs> though there's a noted uh, there's a noted VC that I don't know that we would accept money from. Um, uh, Peter Thiel, we will not take your cash. Yep. Um, since he obviously is listening to this. <laughs> and not only is he listening to this, he heard it and he said, that's a million dollar business. I got to get in on this at the ground yeah. floor. Yeah, he has we, don't, we don't want your help. Oh, oh no, no, Ron. Max didn't understand it. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, we might have closed that door this real quick. Gone. This has gone too far. Um, 
No, no, no. But we, we'll, we'll take suggestions, and, and maybe we're maybe we're completely wrong on uh, how people are doing bachelor parties or bachelorette parties for that for that matter. Yeah, um, we would we would love to hear about uh, events that went well. Who doesn't love a good bachelor party horror story? You know, we we will take the positive. We'll take the negative. Um, just let let us know what you have to say. Uh, we're we're looking forward to it. On that note, it is time once again for Pierce is Sorry. What's on tap this week? Uh, okay. On, on tap is good because it actually has to do with a beverage. Uh, I, so... I'm nothing if not a gifted segwayist. Yeah. So I, I'm not going to give you that much credit for that one. That was, <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't know what I was apologizing for. Uh, so when we were... So this wasn't even the first time this has happened, but... When we were in New Orleans, I believe Max, you did this. Um, what is a a the dairy beverage that many people grow up drinking? Milk. Oh, I'm sorry. What was it for the? I believe uh, it was uh, milk. Yeah, milk. Okay. Uh, so, as you all pointed out to me while we were in New Orleans, uh, I don't say it that way. That is uh, correct. I, I say milk. Yes. Um, so when I say this wasn't the first time that this was introduced to me, um, so a couple times friend of the pod, Sunan has, has asked me when I've said milk, uh, what did I say? And usually when he'd say that, I'd say it again. And I heard it in my, in my head as, um, it's kind of difficult. Milk. Mil- that is with- correct. That is how you say an I and not an E. Milk. Because there are no E's in You don't need milk. to do that with your with your body. <laughs> He's doing this whole kind of like pterodactyl <laughs> movement when he says it like it's a it's a strained I can I can see it in I can see it in my head. He's pained. Milk. Um I don't want your milkshake. <laughs> my milkshake Kellis's milkshake didn't bring any boys to the yard. Okay. Uh, it's Kalis. <laughs> That's a little that's, more understandable than me. The... Yes. So, so the thing is, is I am not sorry for mispronouncing milk. Oh, we I, know. I've, but here's the thing: is I, I what I've come to is uh, another word that I have trouble saying is oil. Like, but that's just a lot of vowels right there in a short period of time. But oh, you mean I. Earl? Um, the I L is I think hard for me. I don't I don't know why. Maybe there was a traumatic event in my childhood, um, but. I'm not sorry for for mispronouncing milk. Um, I'm sorry that it has taken up so much of my time in the last week. I keep you know living alone. I keep on occasionally like saying milk in milk to myself. <laughs> saying milk is really hard for me. I can't. So I'm sorry for spending so much time saying the name of a dairy beverage uh, oh this my past God. week. <laughs> So, um, so yeah. Are you uh, running out of, are you running out of things that deserve actual apologies? No, no. You saw my list. No, not a, not a, not a, not a way. You know, this, this and, actually, and yet we keep getting apologies like this. This actually occupied a lot of my time yesterday. Because <laughs> there's another person in our lives who pronounces that word the exact same way. They live Wait, with Kevin. Oh, really? Oh. Yes. <laughs> Uh, and so wow. we, we talked a lot about, about, uh, about milkshakes. <laughs> oh my God. Your and milkshake he, he does the exact same 
struggled motion when he tries to say it the other way and it was very fascinating i think the two of you should have a little bit of a heart-to-heart i mean i mean we've had origins of the word we've had enough uh conversations amongst the three of us about uh accents and regionalism this is not an accent thing this is just not being able to pronounce a word it's that is correct it's by no means like a a speech impediment either it's just me mispronouncing a word um (laughs) So, so yeah, that's <laughs> that's my apology this week. It's it, and it, yeah, and it's more to myself for going crazy because of a <laughs> reasonable observation uh, made by by multiple people. Um, Sean, do you do you have a big idea from pop culture I, this week? I do. I already I, I alluded to it already. I, I, well, I didn't allude. I I mentioned it at the beginning of the show. Um, season two of Mind of a Chef. I've found particularly fascinating because it's very much focused on Southern food and not just as something that's delicious, but as a culture, as a way of life, as something that sort of needs to be preserved. There's an episode where he, uh, he goes to, to visit Anson Mills farm where they're, uh, where they're sort of keeping alive, um, grains that are, you know, uh, you know, not, uh, not necessarily, uh, not necessarily cash crops, things like farro. Um, and, and he talks about yeah. seed saving as a, as a way to preserve a culture. Um, uh, and I mean, watching any food show, it, it's very hard to not want to be a cook when you watch food shows but in this one particularly for me as a native southerner like i see it and it just it makes me i mean i i i welled up for a second um listening to him talk about the sort of the historical aspect and and the the preservation of culture aspect um it like it really hit me very very deeply so if you have an interest in food as not just something that you eat and taste good, but as, as something that has like a story behind it, I would highly recommend mind of a chef period, but especially season two with Sean Brock. Yeah, no, uh, that sounds great. And I mean, if there's one thing that is very available on, on Netflix, uh, having just watched years of cooking shows. sushi. Yeah. It's, it's cooking shows and not even just about cooking, but like cultural stuff related to cooking and it it feels weird as as you just mentioned that and i think about saving seeds it's like if you have to save them is it really part of culture and i don't want to like analyze that point but that's that's what it makes me think about like if you have to save it is it part of the culture but i also see the value in it so i would i mean i would say that it is and that's why it it needs saving because it's something that is part of the culture there but is not broader yeah um, you know, you don't get a lot of like red. There's like there's an episode where he makes red corn, um, and yeah. it's like red corn grits, and that's just it's something that you don't like. You'd never see that in Michigan, uh, but that doesn't mean it's not part of the culture. Yeah. Yes, Max. Oh, I just had a, a question for Sean because I'm not mm-hmm. familiar with Mind of a Chef. Can you just elaborate on what that is? Sure. Um. So, Mind of a Chef is a show. The the conceit of the show is that 
for a season, you follow along with a chef as they sort of explore um, some sort of cuisine, and they talk to other other cooks. They they make food. They they sort of learn. You know, they they learn more about whatever their particular area of focus is. So the first season is with David Chang and he's going around to famous ramen places and, and uh, exploring ramen, not just as a food, but as sort of like a cultural thing. Um, and then season two is this guy, Sean Brock from the restaurant Husk in Charleston, um, you know, going, going through, the various and sundry forms of Southern cuisine. Uh, okay. Yeah. That sounds, that sounds very cool. It's awesome. Just thought a little, uh, a little background will be helpful for yeah. anyone who's thinking of taking, taking your advice and checking it out, including myself. I'm like, well, I need to hear a little more. I don't know. High, um, highly recommend like the season one is interesting because David Chang goes to places in the United States that do great ramen and things like that. But he also goes to Japan. Mm, okay. um, Very cool. Yeah. I mean, I could plug cooking and travel shows every, every uh, until, week, so. until the cows come home. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you for that. Poor cows. Yeah, They've been lost for so long. Yeah. Mind of a chef. Uh, highly, highly recommend. All right. Well, I'll need something to replace the X-Files. Cause <laughs> that's gone. <laughs> Oh my! Don't you have until April first? Uh, I have until April first, at which point all uh, nine seasons of the X Files will be removed from Netflix. Uh, good news for you, truth-seeking uh, listeners out there: it is available on Hulu, and I <laughs> apparently have access wait. to my roommate's Hulu account, so I will be okay. Wait, um, wait, Sean, Sean! I think the mixer's finally working. I, I think I just heard. Was that very faint uh, violin music playing in the background when Max was talking? I think that's what I heard. I think aliens are intercepting <laughs> our broadcast. Oh my god! On Truth that note, there, Sean. Yeah, get, that, get out of that's, here. Get out of here. That's that's <laughs> the end of the show. Yes. Uh, <laughs> you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at Pretty Okay Pod. Our home on the web is prettyokpod.com. We have every episode of our podcast there. Uh, we just put up a Spotify playlist of all of the intro-outro music <laughs> that we use. Um, so if you ever want to listen to more than the you know 20-second clips that we use, um, you can find just about every every song that we've used. There are a couple things yeah. that aren't, aren't I'm there. S- I'm sorry. <laughs> um. And in addition to the podcast, which you can also subscribe to on iTunes, um, we have a lot of really neat writing. Um, Ian uh, wrote a great new, in quotes, song (laughs) Friday uh, this past week on a song that's not new at all. Uh, And he really didn't write about the song itself that much, but... Uh, it's still, it paints a really vivid picture and, and I appreciated it as I read it. Um, so maybe you might too. Uh, and as we mentioned, uh, to those potential VCs out there, uh, our email address is it's pretty okay at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you if you have an idea for a future show topic, uh, or if you have 
something that you would like to come on the show yourself and talk with us about. Uh, we will be back again next week to talk about something else. Until then, I'm Sean. I'm Pierce. I'm Jackson. Thanks for listening.